0: All right, should we start the show, Jer? Start it up. All right, let's go. All right, everyone, welcome back. It's another episode of Ears Up in Depth with myself and the comparably handsome Jeremy from Spectroradio.us. Jeremy, how are you, man? Thank you. I'm feeling comparably excited. <laughs> well, that's good. Um, considering I'm at an 11 for excitement, you know, out of 50, um, I feel that's a good We Our vibes match. This is weird. It's very early in the morning for you. It really is. It's 928 specifically on a Friday morning, and uh, yeah. it's very odd. But I like uh, it. I think this is nice. I think it's nice, too, because otherwise I would just be editing other shows and playing video games. So I'd rather I'd rather be doing I'd rather be talking than like the backup doing. work it takes. yeah, you know that's the that that stuff
1: sort of grinds me down a little bit. you know, sometimes that's how I feel about like if I go over to the theme parks and I shazam a bunch of music, it takes weeks for me to actually buy it and then put it onto the station. Yeah, it's like I love the excitement. It's like I got this song, I got this song, all this new music, but then it's like, oh, now I gotta go home and like format it and convert it and upload it and label it and tag it, and that takes a long time. Yeah, Kinda well, like doing it, work.
0: It's sort of just like dating versus being in a relationship. It's just being on the pull is cool. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I got this person's phone number, great, and then you gotta call
1: them. Did and you say being on the pole? pull? Pull, P-U-L-L. Oh, yeah it's like you have an odd way of attracting dates <laughs> well yeah
0: I stand. get on the pole jason it's date time <laughs> i stand on the i stand on the maypole and all the women that i've seen during the day parade around and whoever right. you know does that gets me it's an interesting courting ritual you developed i can't believe taryn fell for it it's ancient greek i mean what am i gonna do you know taryn skipped the line okay I don't know. <laughs> whatever uh we do have a disney news for you oddly enough which is very cool. Jeremy, the ever-present question, who goes first, brother?
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) We started a half hour late and didn't (laughs) knock out the most important question. No, we were being chums, dude. We were chums. Chumming it up. I'll go. All right. You know, things are moving forward, and if you are a foodie or at least someone who enjoys the ambience of restaurants at Disney World, there is good news coming your way, but also some bad news. Oh,
0: no. Okay. You take so the good,
1: you, and you take the bad. You can have your sugar, but you're going to have to take your medicine. <laughs> the fan favorite restaurant Ohana at Disney's Polynesian Village Resort has received its official reopening date following an extended closure, the result of not only the COVID-19 pandemic, but an extensive refurbishment of that hotel, which continues, but is expected to be completed this summer. So people have been Dying for Ohana to reopen. Oh man. You know, it's like, come on. Although the cool thing is, because Ohana's been closed, there's the um the bar that's right next to Ohana, which is called the Tamboo Lounge. Okay. Which never really had enough seating. It was so annoying. You'd go and you'd be like, oh, we can stand or we can like take away whatever. Tambu Lounge was using the Ohana space as, like, overflow seating. So it was like, you could go to Tambu, no matter how crowded it was, and get a table. It was wonderful because of all the Ohana space. So that's over. (laughs) (laughs) But happily, Ohana is now scheduled to be reopening on July 9th, which is less than a month away. Um, Ohana's beloved family-style character Breakfast will return Though for now, without characters, instead a strolling, musician will entertain guests. Normally, guests would enjoy some of their favorite Disney characters visiting their tables, including those from Lilo and Stitch, of course, because they are, you know, their story is... Oh, uh,
0: sure. They're Hawaiian. From, they're Hawaiian in nature. Yeah, that's right.
1: Ohana will return with an all-you-can-eat family-style dinner that will include steak, roasted chicken, sausage, island shrimp casserole, and fried rice. Fans, however, are not pleased. Users on Twitter were quick to point out that the menu is missing the legendary yakisoba noodles that were a staple at Ohana. Hmm. And they uh, made their voices heard on Twitter, as they are uh, often want to do. Yeah. Meg's Almighty says Disney announcing the return of Ohana, but they ha- gave the axe to the noodles. Monsters, absolute monsters.
0: <laughs> In my heart, I want to believe that that person is 100% serious. Right. <laughs> it's I don't not think just so. being dramatic on Twitter, but I want them to think, like, they're just literal monsters.
1: Yeah. yeah. I don't uh, – I, I mean, there are some the people case. who I think are really bothered by it. I think Meg's is being a little tongue planted firmly in cheek. That's right. Um, but there was quite a bit of an outpouring, and uh, someone called Into the Thick of It, wasn't having it, uh, Into the Thick of It said – "Quote: I'm really not for it today. It's about to be 8 a.m. and I am not about to argue with grown adults about some noodles at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even a Polynesian dish. Uh, in the middle of a pandemic, still be grateful you can go at all. Um, Disney oh. fans, known for their virtual activism, took things a step further from just tweeting, though. Naturally, starting the obligatory Change.org petition." that has so far garnered a puny 340 signatures as of yesterday, imploring <laughs> Disney to bring back the famous noodle dish. Oh. Um, the You know, you have to put in a little blurb on that change.org thing. So here's uh, some of what it said. On June 8th, Disney fan received great news. Ohana at Disney World's uh, blah, 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 reopening back up. This is fantastic, especially for cast members. They get to return to their job. Um, most likely you love the yakisoba noodles. With the new announcement came news that the glorious noodles will not be coming back. We still have time to change this. <laughs> How do you know that? We still have time. Right, exactly. What does that even mean? Like, are you, what timeline? Oh, guys, we've got time, but we only have like three days. Yeah. Uh, this past year has taken so much from so many people, <laughs> and this really... <laughs> <laughs> and this really is nothing in the grand scheme of things. okay, thank you for that at least you know you got a recognition dose of that this is not that big of a deal. yeah um, however it is something that people really enjoyed and was a huge part of the dinner experience at the restaurant, which like also what? It's okay. one dish. Yeah. You could conceivably have gone there and not eaten that and still had a wonderful night at Ohana. Right. We understand that some things have to change, but does this really have to be one of them? Uh, we are asking our friends at Disney, who are in charge of the food selections at their restaurants, which was misspelled, to please reconsider <laughs> and bring back the yakisoba noodles. Please sign today. Thank you. So, um... Oh. This but year's taken not, so much from us.
0: We, we've
1: all suffered. We haven't we suffered enough?
0: Yeah, like uh, for I just imagine for for you know other people, it's like well, not having these soba noodles is a direct equivalent to oh I don't know losing your housing.
1: You know, your your mother dying of COVID. Like, oh, man, (laughs) talk about kicking us while we're down. Yeah,
0: the psychological long-term impact of having to, like, be afraid of the air for a year and a half. (laughs) It's the same thing as not having
1: yucky soba noodles or whatever they're called. Yeah, good job. But that's not the only news happening for foodies. Okay, go ahead. It looks like the long-awaited Space 220 restaurant headed to Epcot's World Discovery neighborhood. World Discovery? World Discovery? I don't know what it's called. Neighborhood is back on track with an opening planned for this fall. How do we know? Well, the Patina Restaurant Group, the operator of the new restaurant last week, posted several open positions for hire as they begin hiring staff to open the restaurant Um, The restaurant was originally planned to open adjacent to the Mission Space attraction in 2019, but construction delays and then the pandemic ground the progress to a halt. And for many months, we had no idea what was to become of Space 220 concept of Space 220 is a restaurant 220 miles above Epcot in outer space that is wrapped in a 250-foot curved projection screen that will recreate the feeling of dining at a restaurant in outer space. I'm looking forward to that. That'll be cool. I do think that's going to be very, very cool. So um, if you've been waiting for Space 220, it's heading our way soon. That's uh food news happening over at Walt Disney World. Uh
0: you know that's funny you're talking about online activism because uh, I I'm going to get this person on the show. I I'm going to I want to have this person as a guest so this is why I'm uh I'm uh, <laughs> I'm reading this but uh you and I both follow this account Grease in Disney.
1: <laughs> yeah, I th- only follow it because <laughs> one of our listeners keeps sending me <laughs> screenshots. She yeah. knows who she is. Yeah. She keeps sending me screenshots of it, so I was like, you know, I'm just gonna give it a follow.
0: Yeah, me too. I'm like, <laughs> hell yeah, because she's Greek. Oh yeah, and so she sent it to me because I'm Greek, and I'm like, I've had a, f- i am like i had had a feeling you'd received a few of these. Oh, from her. for sure. She's great. I love. That oh, it's too. amazing, and it's it's a it's a cool concept. Basically, it's like this person is being an activist online to have a Greece pavilion in Epcot, which I don't understand either, but also. Over here in Anaheim, we don't even have Greece in Small World. So at least you guys, you guys have Greece in Small World over there, don't you?
1: That's absolutely right, we do.
0: Yeah, so what's going on? But anyway, speaking of being outraged, this is like, this is was their last um, Instagram post. I won't read the whole thing because it's... it's, it's it's a ramble, but uh, this person's going to be so good on the show. I really, I really need to reach out. Uh, a time to vent. Where is everyone's Greek pride? We started this petition two years ago to get Greece a pavilion at Disney World and have only 2,600 signatures. How is that possible? There That's are over, more than I would have thought. <laughs> me too. Uh, there are over 7 million Greeks globally. We have reached out to many Greek celebrities and Greek organizations and were promised support for our cause and then never heard back. That is disheartening. Why are Greeks not supporting a pavilion in Disney World? Why are we not as tight-knit as other nationalities? Where is everyone's pride? (laughs) Did we forget our history? Have we become complacent? Or is that Greeks in general just don't care? And she goes on and on and on. And I just love it so much.
1: (laughs) Well, the thing is, I don't understand the comparison. Because this person is saying, like, are we not as tight-knit as other? It's like, are there all these other countries banding together, really making strides towards success and getting their pavilion added? Like, I don't know what this is. Like, we're, we're just not big on cyberbullying, I guess. Enough to get anything done.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I love it. Want, I gotta interview this person. I really I
1: do. I didn't realize that they were serious. I thought this was like a joke.
0: Um, I didn't think it was a joke, but I did think it was like a passion project. But I, I feel like, you know, look add too many straws and it's going to break the camel's back so to speak so i feel like this person after 2 years of advocating for a grease pavilion has just had it up to here they're just done with it yeah they're done <laughs> but i and they, to be honest i haven't signed the petition so i <laughs> neither <laughs> cuz i i know it doesn't do anything you know if we had 2601 signatures it's not going to make you know bob chapek go huh okay, maybe now we should think about this. Because you know they've thought about it.
1: Well, they're petitioning the wrong people. It's really not Disney. You've got to petition the Greek government. Mm. The Greek government and their, uh, what do you call it, Department of uh, Tourism Mm -hmm. should approach Disney World and say, we'd like to build a uh, Parthenon right here. Yeah, the Philomathakis. I Disney Disney would be like, sure. I'm, I'm sure they would... Figure something out, um, but uh, I don't know that. I mean, most governments don't have the money for that kind of thing these days,
0: especially not the Greek government. Are you kidding me? No, they oh. almost completely collapsed
1: a few years yeah. ago. Yeah, you got to go to the Thelimatakis. Weren't they going to have to leave the euro? I feel like they that were like going to have to go back to whatever their uh, old currency was. I think so, the drachma, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. I think they've pulled it together though since they've sort of figured that out, but. Yeah, I just, I just made All up
0: right. a Greek word, and uh, and uh, I was really happy with it. it sounded. Real. I wonder
1: if Yanni is
0: aware of this. Well, she tags the poor guy in like everything, I think, and that's what she was talking about. Um,
1: Do you know that it's a she?
0: No, no, I'm 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 gendering this person. I don't know why.
1: Probably because it was a lady who informed us of it, so you may be making that association.
0: Yeah, but also I don't, yeah. I mean, you know, Greek men, at least in my family, just don't really care about anything. It's like the Greek women who drive everything in the family. (laughs) So I feel
1: like this is very much like a passion project. Um, I wonder how the Greek in Disney account feels because there was some semblance of Greek in Disney. Epcot when at least Yanni's music was playing in several areas. But even now with all the renovations, now you can't even hear any Yanni music in in Epcot. So it's absolutely devoid of any Greek influence now. Wow. So they're going in the wrong direction. Except all of
0: the storytelling that's going on because the Greeks invented the proper way
1: to tell stories and drama. So,
0: you know, there's that.
1: That's true. It's represented in Spaceship Earth. There you go. There's the Greek section, but it's not. It used to be talking about drama, but it's actually a guy teaching the intriguing new subject called mathematics. Oh, never heard of it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> never heard of it. Uh, well, let's let's stay on the food path a little bit here, Jer. Uh, recently, the Disney Parks blog posted that a bunch of new places to eat in Disneyland are opening. Soon, Oga's Cantina will open on June 17th, and you can start bookings for there on June 14th. So that'll be exciting. Get people back in there and listen to uh, DJ R3X, I don't know, whatever, spin those tunes. Um, You can go to the Lamplight Lounge. That opens July 9th with, again, bookings uh, starting June 14th, but only for Friday, Saturday, Sunday brunch. So starting a little slow, which... I guess I don't understand. Why not just make it during the weekday or from maybe they're having a hard time on weekends, so they want people to space out more on weekends? Right. I don't know. That's um, interesting to me. The Tiki Juice Bar, I don't even know where that is. It's mobile order, uh, June 17th. Docking Bay 7 in uh, Star Wars Land, opening June 17th. Alien Pizza Planet, again, 17th. Uh, apparently, everything's opening on the 17th. Rancho del Zacalo opening on June 17th. The best place to go. Uh, Candy Palace is opening uh, on Mondays and Fridays, apparently. Um, yeah, so that's pretty exciting stuff. And there's a bunch of stuff opening in Disney, uh, in downtown Disney. Uh, Ralph's, uh, Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen has new stuff, so you go check that out. There's a French toast churro at California Churro served with a side of maple syrup, which I, I don't know. It's sure. gross. Yeah, whatever. Um, but that's new stuff happening over on at Disney World. So things are sort of coming back together. There's more food options coming along and, uh, you know, all hail Rancho.
1: Okay, well, food is happening, I guess.
0: Food is happening. It's like we need it or something. It's weird.
1: <laughs> well, it is a nice thing to do. Sometimes you don't want to go on any, every attraction, but you want to have a bite to eat and walk around. Yeah, absolutely. That's my big thing right now is because now that we don't have to wear masks outdoors, you can walk around World Showcase with a beer in your hand, sipping it. It used to be you had to stop, drink your beer, and then you could move again. Now Mm -hmm. you can just walk around drinking and eating. man. Wonderful. Sipping and biting. (laughs) Yeah, having some sips sips and some bites. Uh, uh, Don't get me started. Well, all is not well in the skies above Walt Disney World. Uh, the Disney World Skyliner has suffered from another crash. uh Oh, if you you haven't this opened, you haven't been there since the Skyliner opened. No,
0: right? no, but it's I do cute. have fond memories of the <laughs> Skyliner in Disneyland, or I'm confusing that with the uh, effectively the same thing in uh, Great America.
1: I don't know. Oh, well, okay. something like that. Uh, For the third time since its late 2019 opening, gondolas on Disney's Skyliner transportation system have crashed, causing more delays and damage. This time, the crash took place at the Epcot International Gateway Station. Um, Thankfully, no one appears to have been injured, and the system faced only a brief shutdown. So I guess that's kind of... Better than what's happened before. The first crash came just days after the debut of the new system in October 2019 when gondola crash crashed into each other at the Riviera Resort stop. The crash caused damage to several gondolas and forced an extended shutdown of the entire system. Guests were stuck hanging in cars awaiting rescue several, several hours into the early morning getting plucked to safety by fire trucks with several people being taken away on stretchers. What um, and, oh yeah, I mean people were f- passed out, freaking out, it, fear, scared. They were. I just almost said the word a scared. <laughs> I a "scared."
0: I was a scared.
1: I was scared. Get me out of here! I'm scared. Hey man, I'm just a
0: simple country man. I'm a scared of being in the air right now. <laughs> um, what you said? could you said uh, several hours into the morning. Were they there
1: for several hours, or was it just like early in the morning? Do you know that? Well, the, the shutdown happened after park closed. People were going back to their hotels. They got stuck there, and, you know, it was till 2, 3 o'clock in the morning before they were rescued.
0: Oh, wow. Right,
1: yes. I miss Hanging that. over alligator-infested waters. <laughs>
0: Can you imagine? I'm just going to drop down. Like,
1: that's terrifying.
0: I mean, I wouldn't um, worry about falling off of those things, but uh, after about 45 minutes, I would be just pissed just infuriated you wouldn't
1: worry about falling no
0: no i oddly enough i trust those stupid things
1: you know i i i want to do like a study on you because (laughs) the things that you are afraid of and the things that you aren't make no sense to me in my brain yeah yeah you need a team of scientists 24 7 yes i do just just dissecting you and and asking you questions
0: I really do. I need that very, very much. I'm a weird, I I have a weird belief system. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah.
1: Interesting. Well, another Skyliner, another incident with the Skyliner occurred this spring. In April, a gondola car crashed, luckily resulting in no injuries, when gondolas slammed into each other at the Hollywood Studios Skyliner station, spreading shattered glass, flying around the area. So this just keeps happening. (laughs) I, I would have thought that they're like like ski lift
0: gondolas where the 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 it's sort of just spaced out
1: you can't how do they hit because a ski lift gondola goes by at the same well no it, when it when you it comes off there they travel really fast through the air right mm-hmm. but when they get to the station they have to slow down and sometimes they have to even come to near stop in order to let you know people with disabilities on and so so what happens is when it comes into the station it switches to a slower moving cable that mm-hmm. is only goes around the station and i think what's happening is these things are coming in so fast and the whatever mech this is all speculation but whatever the mechanism i think is that takes it from the fast cable to the slow cable is like getting all and then they just slam it to each <laughs> <other>. speculationradio.us Right. <laughs> Well whatever is happening it's not working on <laughs> No, the it's not working. Um so uh, yeah cuz they the that's the thing you when you come into one of those stations you feel like it it's like is this thing going to slow down and it slows down right at the last minute. So it's, uh, it's a little scary but you probably would not find that scary
0: at all. No, I'm a I'm a ski lift uh you know experienced young man, dude. I I you know, I would figure but then also I would be going I just put my faith in the fact that this this is built it's over engineered probably it's not going to and then boom <laughs> I get smashed in and I get taken away in a stretcher so you know you you have a good point where it's like you now after the second incident it's probably time to be concerned when you're on that ride if you're going to walk away from this or not
1: Right. Like, that's what's so confounding to me about you, though, is that you're like, yeah, no, I trust it because it's built really well. It's like you're in the middle of the third crash. Like, what does that tell you? It's not built well.
0: Yeah. However, Mm -hmm. I have a massive fear of flying. So there's that. I refuse. (laughs) Not I refuse, but I have a very. This is why I haven't ever been to England. I desperately want to go because I just I don't want to fly. I'm nervous about it. But gondola. Sure. Why
1: not? Yeah. Well, maybe you should sail on the QE, two. Maybe I should. I don't know what that is. That's the uh, they do transatlantic crossings. You can get to England by boat. Yeah, but it's what is it? Take, Q- Queen Elizabeth too. Takes, takes a while, right? Five days, seven days? That's a lot. Depending on the route. Yeah. I would actually really like to do it. I've talked about it with some friends, like try to figure it out, but
0: Maybe I don't know. That would be fun. The problem is like I still have to get over there to you and <laughs> to New York. I mean, that's only six hours. But you'd have to drive
1: Oh my God! You could you drive. Imagine? You could drive to New Jersey yeah. to the port, uh huh, and then and then you sail. Mm. No, You're traveling no, like they did in like the 1920s. That's right. <laughs> I would love that. You could be like Walt and take the train across country. I would like and to drink do
0: a Scotch Miss. I would love to do a train trip. To be honest with you, there's a apparently a really nice one up like uh, up to the Pacific Northwest. It's like three days You just hang on the train.
1: Watch everything. Yeah, going. I think it sounds wonderful to do that. Yeah. Okay. You got another one? Yeah.
0: Speaking of another infestation, Jeremy, I guess that's my subtle segue. Uh, right. Bad parents on TikTok or on Facebook, rather. Uh, I think this is really interesting just to, you know, have a little goss, you know, a little jaw session. Uh, but there's been a series of viral TikToks um, ex- exposing a Facebook group, a Disney Facebook group for just like weird parenting. There was a mother who was forcing her son to save his own money for meals in the park. The group is called the Secret Disney Group. It's a uh, Facebook page, um, like I said, and there was one post in this thread that was just sort of sad and ignited the uh, <laughs> ignited the internet and says, hi, I'm Luke and I'm 10 years old. If you are at Walt Disney World, can you please take a picture of the menu of whatever restaurant you are at and post it. We are going in January and I'm saving my money to buy my food. I need to know how much it's going to cost. Thank you very much. Several people in the comment section took issue with Luke's mother, Sarah, concerned that she would not be providing her child with adequate meals while on their trip. Uh, this person says, "If Luke doesn't save enough money, will he be fed?" And then she and the Sarah, the mom replies, "Yep." PB and J sandwiches are da bomb. So I think this person's going, okay, look, Luke, if you want to eat something other than peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, you have to save your own money (laughs) for food. Another woman named Cindy uh, says, why is he buying his own food? Her Her only other post on this site is to mail him maps. So the mom posted in the Facebook group to mail her son maps of Disney World. Uh, another woman called Mary said, I'm actually confused. He'll need hundreds of dollars to dine at Disney. Most 10-year-olds I know do not have that cash flow. And uh, the video quickly struck with TikTok viewers who watched the video more than 159,000 times. And uh, many were sharing their own stories from the Disney Facebook groups that they are in. Someone says, honestly, the worst pass holder group I've been in is the one for Bush Gardens. I've been in this group for years, and it's so dramatic most of the time. Super entertaining, though, which sounds like Disney group. Sounds like every passionate group. Most of it's going to be annoying complaining. Uh, the secret Disney drama is literally the best entertainment. I've never seen people get more upset than someone asking for a Photoshop. I guess that's a popular thing to like, hey, Photoshop this person out of my background or whatever. Oh. Yeah. Uh, But much like those in the Facebook group, several expressed concern that a 10-year-old is being forced to pay for his own meals. I can't describe what about this bothers me, but it does. Imagine being a server and the family asks for a separate check for a 10-year-old kid. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so I wanted to get your feedback on that. Um, You know... (sighs) I feel like it's weird asking your ten year old to buy food, but it's also weird in this context of like it's just pulled from a Facebook group with no with no context. Maybe the kid wants to eat at a specific like do specific expensive foods, and their family just can't afford it.
1: Well, I, I, this is the problem. I don't think we have enough information. Like maybe it's like a, a kind of a thing that they do in their house, like. Okay, we're going to teach you how to manage money. And like the way we're going to do it is we're going to go. I mean, I'm sure they're not going to let the kids starve. Maybe (laughs) it's just like an interesting experiment and like say like, hey, why don't you do a little research, figure out how much money you need to save up, how much you would want to spend and then let him do it. I don't know. I don't think in in a vacuum it's bad parenting. I think if like they're doing this all the time, it might be maybe a little excessive um or if they were yeah. going to say like i guess you're washing dishes in the kitchen cuz you get like <laughs> i'm not sure I- i'm sure that's not happening but i don't think that there's anything wrong with teaching a child that like m- the things that you have including food require that you budget and make money for it right yeah. like I-, I don't know i'd rather i'd rather than teach that lesson than like why don't you make an instagram account and take 100 selfies like I- this is actually seems like it's actually productive so yeah. i don't know
0: yeah, on kid. Own, I'm kind of okay with it. Open up a thirst trap on Instagram, bro. Like, come on. Yeah, it's, um, I, I don't have a problem with it either. And this is sort of why I brought it up, because we do like internet drama here on this show a lot. Yeah. Um, and I, I just feel like the confusion maybe comes from the kid, where he's like, hey, you know, he doesn't know that you can just go to the Disney Parks blog or the Disney webpage and look up, <laughs> look up the menu. Right. for whatever restaurant you want, and then you can go and, and see what you want and budget for it, then that's fine. I agree with you. I think children should be taught that at an early age to budget for what they want, for toys, for whatever. Um, so I think people were just, I don't know, a lot of people like to parent shame, uh, you know, just in general. Um, and I feel like this, these people are just sort of getting pooped on. For no reason. I mean, you know, they're trying to teach their kid uh, proper money management, but it does skew a little weird out of context going, hi, can you guys post photos of the menu items so I can look and manage my, <laughs> my money? That sounds a little bit, you know, suspect for sure. But I
1: think the reality is
0: they're doing the right
1: thing. Yeah, it's definitely a different Sort of thing I've never seen anything like that Like I definitely could relate to More like you're gonna buy all your own Souvenirs Um, Food is an odd one It seems at that age but also like If I'm gonna I'm not above parent shaming Um, But if I'm gonna do It same I'm I'm gonna pick The parents who won't make Their kid shut up when I'm At the pool and this Is a shared community Or you know like no, or you know, the kids are splashing or when your kids are bothering other people and you don't do anything, that's who should be shamed. not the kids who are like earning some money.
0: yeah, and you know, and again, there is so much information that we that we don't have, and Melissa, yeah. in the chat points out, you know she's like uh if if this sort of thing is a punishment, it's not a good thing but the 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 fact that the mom said her PB and J sandwiches are great that seems like you're only going to get PB&J sandwiches. So I feel like communication in that family probably needs a little bit of work, especially on social media where things can get taken the wrong way. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, but my favorite part about that is that was on Newsweek. And it's like, this is a Newsweek <laughs> article that is written and is a thing that exists now. It's like, this is where we've come to reporting on viral videos of TikTok that are
1: reporting on screenshots of a Facebook group. This is, this is our news cycle. Welcome to right. it. Right. Or also, how about how about the shaming of, why is your family's business happening over social media? Like, why is this all <laughs> happening in front of all of us? Like, why why is your just, do your do your thing and keep it offline? Yeah. Why is your 10-year-old posting in this group? Why is your 10-year-old right. on Facebook? Yeah, there's so many other ways to shame <laughs> these parents. It's not about the spending. No, not at all. Not at all. All right, Jerry, you have one more? Yes. Let's go. This is... uh somewhat rumory, um Uh-oh, but it here would appear. Go. I know you don't like this but well, I'm I've, I'm taking facts. It would appear fireworks are inching ever closer to return at Walt Disney World. Last week, guests in the Epcot Resort Area posted videos of fireworks and lighting appearing in the sky above World Showcase at Epcot throughout the night. One video posted on Instagram by the website WDW Magic showed a 19-minute long display, which they claim was a full run-through of the new show, Harmonious. Wow. Um, others with similar videos claim the sounds of Disney music can be faintly heard coming from Epcot during these pyrotechnics, including the song Arabian Nights from Aladdin, as well as music from Moana and Beauty and the Beast. To be sure... An anonymous cast member has divulged to yours truly that a communication was sent out to Epcot cast members stating that fireworks testing would be ongoing after park hours nightly for the month of June. It cautioned that the fireworks seen are not necessarily indicative of any final product and are just tests. There have also been rumors swirling on Twitter and in various Disney blogs over the last two days that claim multiple sources in the parks, both at Magic Kingdom and Epcot, are expecting fireworks to return in early July. Wow. So, you know, there's a lot That's happening. Huge, there's no huge. denying that these fireworks are going off every night over Epcot because you can see them and hear them from miles around. Um, so it th- seems like things are happening. That's crazy. It's cray, but the question is, like, I'm trying to figure out, like, if they bring back fireworks, like, will they be able to get Harmonious up and running by early July, or are they going to crowbar that old Epcot forever thing all around those barges? Like, I don't know what's happening.
0: (laughs) I don't think they know either. I mean, I'm sure they do, but, uh, yeah, Yeah. that's wild, man. Well, here's my main story uh, for the day, Jeremy. Of course, you know the latest land at the Disneyland Resort, Marvel's Avengers Campus. I think that's the name. I don't really care enough to... To make sure that I got it right. Open to the public on June 4th. And needless to say. The lines were out of this world. (laughs) Uh, Of course anything new in the Disney Universe games. uh, Garners long lines. And Avengers Junior College campus. Was no exception. People were already lining up by 3 a.m. Hoping to see their favorite superheroes. Stand six feet away from them. By 715. Apparently the line was about half a mile long. And switched back like 17 times. As of 1.30 that afternoon, the lines were a bit more reasonable. And by that, I mean they were actually in DCA running down towards the Golden Zephyr. So like all the way <laughs> up Cars Land, all the way down past Little Mermaid to the Golden Zephyr at yes. one thirty in the afternoon. No shade. You've been in that park in the summer. It's just a boiler.
1: Yeah, that's no pretty flow. far the Zephyr.
0: Yeah, for sure. Which is poor Zephyr. It's probably the most attention that ride has gotten in years.
1: Yeah, from Avengers to Zephyr. <laughs> That's
0: right. Uh, apparently it took about three, three and a half hours to actually get into the land. And then you're waiting another hour in line for the ride. And it's just like this whole thing. And then when you get there, it's like there's really nothing to do because they only have one ride. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Also, I hate the word Zephyr. It's a weird. Yeah, it's a weird. It's a weird name. <laughs> Sorry.
1: Um, and also golden. There's nothing golden about it. The Zephyrs are silver. And red, but at least saying the word golden doesn't make me sick. But like when the word zephyr comes out of my mouth, it's just like, that's (laughs) weird. It's gross. I like it. Uh, The
0: land is by all accounts, a hit so much so that it's drawing massive comparisons with Star Wars land for the obvious reasons. Both are set in an IP universe that was acquired and not created by Disney. And they both push the boundaries of what a themed land can be. From the well-crafted immersion of the world to the deeper storylines to, hey, we have a ride coming eventually. Apparently there's going to be another ride in in Marvel Avengers Campus, but uh, it's not open yet. Exactly what happened with Star Wars Land. Uh, There was a virtual queue for the Spider-Man ride with slots filling up within seconds at both the 7 a.m. and noon opportunities to get a boarding pass. So wildly popular on opening day, of course, as we all knew that it would. The weird part about Marvel land is that the guardians of the galaxy ride is now part of Avengers campus. So you can only access it from Marvel land from what I'm reading. I don't know for sure. Cause I wasn't there, but that means if you can't get into the land, if you're waiting in line, you can't go to one of the only handful of actual thrill rides in DCA. So for this opening and we know what, they reach capacity in the land, I guess, or whatever, um, you, you're going to be unable to ride Guardians of the Galaxy until things sort of like mellow out. I find well, that Terrence
1: weird. wouldn't like that. I feel like he's very into flow. Terrence, it sounds like there's no flow. <laughs> yeah, there's no flow here. But um, um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we gave up how many attractions for to get this one? <laughs> well, I mean, it's like yeah,
0: you have the restaurant, the Pims Test Kitchen, which actually sounds cool. You have the web slingers ride, which is, you know, sounds neat, you know, but it's like a three minute ride. And so you're waiting, imagine you're waiting three or four hours to get into the, into the place waiting in line, and then you wait 45 minutes in line. So it's like a four hour wait, five hour wait for three minute, you know, ride. Is that worth it? I don't know. I would just rather wait a month and then the demand is down, but that's me.
1: I don't know. I understand people have different priorities. I just feel like we had that that area had three attractions. It had the the Bugs Life movie. Yep. Oh, it had more. Heimlich. Yep. Yeah. The bumper cars flying around in in Chinese food containers. Yep. I loved that one. Yep. And, and now the, we have
0: the one? bumper car. Yeah. So we had four. Well, we're going to get two apparently, but there's also the character. Me. Here, let me let me finish and we can. Um, okay, sorry. Talk about That's it. all right. Uh, the land does take place at a very specific moment in time unlike the um, you know Star Wars land, but that moment is tied to the Spider-Man ride and not to any of the movies or comic books. The premise of Web Slingers is that Spider-Bots that you can buy at the web supplier's store are uncontrollably multiplying, as robots do, and you have to save the campus from having the robot bugs totally overtake it. To that end, there are Spider-Bots all over the place, even outside the ride. Other than that, there's no real suggestion of a timeline or even a strong storyline in Avengers Campus, which leaves the doors open for more character interaction than we see in Star Wars land currently. So this like, you know, you have Doctor Strange and you have the you know people from Wakanda and you have all these people hanging around that you don't really have. I mean, you have the stormtroopers cruising around and like Kylo Ren, but eh, cool. Great yeah you know whatever uh, in marvel land the how uh, though however there are a lot of easter eggs in the lands as you would expect this is comes from a uh, instagram account philander c85 uh, he says above web slingers and web suppliers you'll find what looks like small cell phone towers you'll see that the letters and numbers are arranged uniquely to showcase the names of Imagineers. inside the web slingers pre show you'll also find a can that says wdi 1401 which is a nod to their home location on 1401 flower street in glendale at this point though it's sort of like these are just so obvious and like boring how boring is that let's put our address on here i'm <laughs> gonna get tony baxter's friggin shoe size on a can now in 10 years like who cares This just that's not even a cool thing whatever um he goes on tons of references exist that honor what became before Avengers Campus massive Christmas lights hanging over Pim's tasting lab mimic the lights that hung during the holiday season in a bug's land I'm sure that that is not the reason why they have the friggin Christmas light I just I can't imagine I think feel like that's just a coincidence but whatever Totally. Um, In the Web Slingers pre-show, a claw machine in the corner holds a pair of 3D glasses from the former resident. It's tough to be a bug. That's kind of neat, I guess. And the test kitchen, a giant ketchup and mustard bottle referenced the year DCA opened in 2001, and Bountiful Valley Farms, a former land adjacent to the campus. uh, This person's favorite, uh, although apart from Heimlich's choo-choo train inside of Web Slingers. So, you know, they're tying some stuff in. Uh, many things hint at the story of Tony Stark's, St- Tony Stark taking over his father's old compound from the 1940s. An antiquated map uses the surrounding DCA area for fun references like the Stark Vineyards point towards Wine Country Trattoria and the Scrapping being Mater's Junkyard. Oh, excuse me. And the Scrapyard being Mater's Junkyard. That's cool. That's cute, I guess. Old signs also showcase the parking spaces of Peggy Howard and Edwin. Um. Oh,
1: those are characters in
0: in Iron Man, I guess.
1: Uh, Pym's test. Well, Edwin was the uh was Uncle Albert and Mary Poppins. Oh. That was the actor. Is it E D W I N N or W Y N N? No. Oh well, never mind. Edwin.
0: It's like a first name. Uh, Pym's oh, test fine. kitchen and lab has some fun with nods to uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. Scott and Hope's phones have grown to an enormous size and display the menus outside. Above the soda cans on the bread ties on the left and right have the birthdays of Paul Rudd and Evangeline Lilly. Who cares? Who cares? Uh, just outside the lab, you'll find Scott's huge beer can that says Silver Age 1956, which is a nod to the Silver Age of comic books. That's a stupid one. These are dumb. Anyway, uh, more Marvel references exist in web-slingers like the lockers of other WEB inventors, My- Miles Morales, Gwen Stacy, Moon Girl, America Chavez, Ironheart, and Casey Lang. Never heard of any of these words. Uh, There's also a bulletin board that highlights other Marvel-themed lands in Hong Kong and Paris. So a lot going on over there in um, Marvel Avengers Junior College campus, which is what I like to call it because I think it's funny and I'm just going to run that joke into the ground. And that's it for me. I didn't even
1: realize it was a joke. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah.
1: That's it for me, brother. All right. Well, that was another one. (laughs)
0: Uh, all right well thanks everybody for uh listening you live folks i really appreciate it and uh for you podcast people i appreciate it as well if you want more content like this of course we have other shows to listen to like uh i don't know you know what they are you can go to our website ears up podcast.com of course go to our um i just realized i forgot to okay uh, I'll just, uh, I forgot to do the 21st Amendment ad. I was having so much fun. Oh, man. I know. So, anyway. You just have to cut it in. Yeah, I'll have to cut it in, I guess. Or I'll just, you know, yeah, I'll have to cut it in.
1: Oh, that hurts. I hate doing that. But whatever. Um, Will they even know if we didn't do it one time? <laughs> well, I'll know. <laughs> Isn't it enough that we're talking about it now? No guys, go to the twenty first amendment. Yeah, they maybe have it is. they have beer and they have a, a new you know, they have high heller high beer. watermelon
0: beers and we you know right. what? Actually Heller High Watermelon is coming around. And speaking of that, Jeremy, Taryn and I were yeah. sort of thinking like if you wanna order if you guys if if local people wanna order those Mai Tai glasses, which will be up by the time this show posts, I think they'll be up on Etsy. I don't know yet, we'll see. Um Maybe I'll just post the show today. Anyway, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, if you order it locally, maybe we can just do like a meetup at the two one eight in San Lorenzo, San Leandro. <laughs> Very different town. Um you can pick up your glass there and we'll do like a like a, a mild meet and greet, provided that you're vaccinated. And uh, you know, we'll do that. We'll have a beer at the Twenty First Amendment.
1: Well I can't go.
0: No. <laughs> Not yet. But if w- the next time I, you, guess I could, I mean, you can the next time you come out here, though. Well, I mean, we'll yeah. we'll just do it again because we have a lot of local listeners. And I think that's how be fun. fun would it be to do a big thing at 21st Amendment like all of us? I think that'd be cool. I've thought about it. Uh, I just don't know how many people would show up because if I tell Sully, hey, brother, we're going to have a let's do an event. And w- w- would we do a show or just like a meetup? Whatever. Do a show and a meetup. My default is always to perform. Yeah, we know. <laughs> I know. It's that. This is why I do what I do. This is why this is my job. <laughs> because it's just why like my default. You, but like, there's a no reason we couldn't do a show. No, You're right. But my, my concern is we have eight people there. And it's like, man, I got to lug all this stuff out there, set it up, figure out what to do. And then like we rent the place out for eight people.
1: I don't know. There's like a back room. Don't they have like a side room, a smaller place?
0: No, it's basically oh, like a okay, wide no open, much. like,
1: I don't know. I'll talk
0: to him about it. How about that? I oh, mean, no, that was his original big. plan. Yeah, it's huge is to have like a small event space. It's a giant. It's an, it was, the, it's the old Kellogg's factory um, where they made pop tarts and cornflakes and all. And it's just like, it's yeah. a, it's like three city blocks, dude. It's massive.
1: So I can't believe that in three city blocks of a Kellogg's Pop-Tart building, there isn't one small little area that we could just have. I bet we could. I bet we could. I'll talk to him about it. We'll see. (laughs) We'll see. The problem is what Sully's
0: really good at is separating his friendships from what the business can offer. And I feel like you have to do that, especially when you're that big and you have a brewery, you're going to get everybody wanting beer and whatever. So if, if I ever need to rent the space out, he just goes, we'll talk to the event planner and, you know. And you're like, mm. that's never the same. Yeah, it's like, yeah, just, I don't know, whatever. Uh, but I'll talk to him about it and we'll see. They're very cool over there. They're very accommodating. They do whatever they can to, uh, you know, we do a, a, a Memorial Golf Tournament and we ha- every year afterwards we go to the 2 a and they have like 90 people there. So they're they're really good about, you know, accommodating large groups of people. So it's fun. It's a good time. But anyway, there you go. 21st, <laughs> 21st Amendment, uh, Moon Boots IPA out now. Yeah, and it probably comes in cans. It does come in cans. That's right. And then we also have a bunch of new T-shirts on the Etsy page. You go to Etsy.com slash shop slash coveyors. Um, I guess you can follow it for alerts. I don't know. Whenever we post something new, when the Mai Tai glasses go up. But we have this shirt, the Fantasyland shirt that I'm wearing currently right now, which is great. Also, Matt Tettish, uh did this. And uh, we have the new weenie shirt from the <laughs> Supreme Resort. <laughs> So you can go wear a weenie castle and uh That
1: shirt is in poor taste. <laughs> well,
0: I don't know if you get it but the I'm the, saying the castle is a weenie. Yeah. And then therefore it. we made it like a weenie shirt. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Make Jimmy happy and buy a weenie shirt today. All right guys, thanks a lot for tuning in. I really appreciate it. And uh we'll talk to you guys later.